guys, I'm George and welcome to the Everyday Malaysian Show. This is where amazing people from different walks of life meet and talk about their unique and colourful experiences. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Everyday Malaysian Show. Today we have with us someone who's been working as a network marketer, also known as an MLM agent. We'll be talking about the ins and outs of being an MLM agent and Malaysia's understanding of what is it like. So, hi Joe. Hi George. Right. So Joe, can you tell us um, the difference between a proper MLM, this one, and uh, Malaysia's perception of what an MLM marketing is? Alright, so um, to be clear, what an MLM stands for is a multi-level marketing company. And so um, uh, that, that is just what a proper, when you say what a proper MLM stands for is you're talking about how uh, it, it is set up. For example, it is its um, payment scheme or its compensation plan for that matter. As for the perceptions of Malaysians towards and towards MLMs, um, I would say there's, there's a bit of a split in the sense that uh, 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 some people have really negative perceptions and they would say they would classify all MLMs as like pyramid schemes mm-hmm. or Ponzi schemes as, yeah. as, as a more uh, understandable name perhaps. Whereas um, on the other hand, uh, there are people who probably swear by it because there are certain promises made through these schemes in the sense of uh, fast way to make money and uh, you know that sort of uh, sort of cash grab way of, of, of thinking about um, uh, making an income, and all those are certainly prevalent in Malaysia. But I think uh, it is important to educate uh, for us anyway to educate ourselves and for us to be able to educate others as to what a proper MLM is and the difference between that and a Ponzi scheme uh, MLM mm. or pyramid scheme MLM. All right. Yeah. And so, can you uh, elaborate quickly what are the differences between a Ponzi scheme and a proper MLM. Yeah, uh, to, to, to put it very simply, uh, Ponzi schemes or pyramid schemes are uh, operated such that uh, only the the top uh, associates or the top uh, maybe investors in, 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 in a certain kind of product or company, MLM company, uh, in a pyramid scheme, only the top part of that of that uh, of that pyramid earns most of the money and uh, new recruits and new investments in terms of product or purchases in terms of product. Uh, from from new recruits, all those resources and income goes to the top levels. Whereas in mm-hmm. in a proper MLM company, a proper multi-level marketing company, your compensation plan is such that um, even if the uh, one of the earliest associates, you know, people who helped sell the company, for example, and they are at the top of that of say a, a tier list or a hierarchy, that doesn't mean that um, someone who just joins the company. Um, will never be able to earn what those people do. So uh, to elaborate further, I would say that um, your, 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 your potential earnings, mm. even as a new yeah. recruit, is, n- is not limited to uh, just what, uh, how much you put in in terms of, of, of people or recruits. Your, uh, your, what, what investment you put in should be as exactly the same as the investment put in by, uh, or minimum investment put in by, um, you know, older associates or, or people who've been doing this for a long time and who've certainly uh, made it in terms of uh, high income. Yeah. So, so it means it's more like the harder you work, the more money you get? Um, yeah, absolutely. So you, you, everything is down to the, the amount of effort you put in. Mm-hmm. It comes with recruitment, sharing a certain product or service. Um, if you put in the effort as, as in 
in any industry or in any endeavor for that matter if you put in the effort then you should see the rewards whereas in pyramid schemes you may put in a lot of 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 of, uh, of, of income and you need uh, not income you have to put in a lot of money to do your business or you have to do a lot of recruitment but you don't see that many gains mm -hmm. uh, over a period of over a longer period of time because all that uh, money goes to the people at the top and they earn really in the big bucks so would you say like that's the difference between like a Ponzi scheme and uh, MLM? Yes, absolutely. That that is the that is the most um, the clearest uh, difference and definition between them. But uh, you could also point to you know as uh, as I mentioned earlier how most of of Ponzi scheme or pyramid scheme companies they focus on you know making a cash grab. So so you know usually the products that they have are, are not really um, sort of like peer-reviewed scientifically backed products mm -hmm. uh, yeah surely they, they may be you know general household products on mass created and uh, you know you you buy a certain portion you hold it hold on to it then you you sell that product and you also have to do recruitment but as i mentioned earlier the, the quality of the product is more often than not uh, um, you know swept under the rug mm -hmm. so it's not the best out of product but usually your investment to procure uh, certain packages of this product is very 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 large and, yeah. and you know, could come up with tens of thousands of ringgit um, and the difference between that and of course a, a proper MLM company is such that you know even if the product is is really 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 good there's no way uh, they would mark up the price because they are these the, the, the prices are regulated as per the, the value of creating that particular product and as well as the compensation plan from which any associate earns an income from the company, not from the people who sign up and the amount of money they put in or the amount of uh, recruits they get in for that matter. Yeah. So, so is there like a difference between like, if you just sell the product, you make a certain amount, but if you get people to join, you make extra, is that? Yeah, I mean, I mean in, in, in both forms of, of these sort of companies, there, there is uh, a certain uh, sort of, it's how they go about it, right? Like, for mm -hmm. example, in, in my company, um, we, the people who you recruit, um, you know, you definitely get paid by the company for that. But in terms of those you do recruit, how much they invest is only um, the product that they purchase for their own consumption, for that matter. And also when it comes to earning an income from the company, um, they are not, uh, they are not limited to what uh, so, so, so for example you have signed them up as, mm -hmm. uh, uh, as a recruiter they uh, they are not limited by that because they have a equal access you know in terms of if they have they continue to put in to, to recruit uh, on their end or purchase more product or sell more product they have every chance to uh, earn more mm -hmm. than the person who recruited them uh, if they put in you know the same and further on more effort if the, the recruiter had not mm -hmm. then they definitely wouldn't have earned uh, as much yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. So, um, what exactly got you started in this? So, um, it's, it's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an anecdote to be fair. Um, I, I was actually uh, not in the best of health, and uh, I was working in the F&B industry and the cook, and um, you know, uh, my health was deteriorating at a really, really rapid pace. Um, I had a lot of sleep issues, uh, weight gain. I had previous uh, sports injuries and things like that. So all these factors combined uh, really, really made it difficult for me to be 100% effective uh, in, in my job as, mm -hmm. as a cook. 
Um, so, you know, things were deteriorating uh, mentally speaking, not getting enough sleep. And uh, I was looking for a solution to, to, to my health problems. And, um, and I found it because um, a family member of mine, they, they um, introduced me to the product, introduced the product to me and said, uh, told me to give it a try. And while um, I have to I have to state this beforehand, I'm a, I'm a bit of a skeptic when it comes to these sort of uh, these sort of products. You know, made in the lab, and you know, just by word of mouth, you you really uh, uh, create that conversation with someone as to why they might need it. So I was skeptical about that, and so I, but I was also desperate, like I said, uh, in terms of my health. And I'm I'm one who would pay close attention. If what I was, if I, if I was recovering after taking said product, if that maybe it was a placebo, so that that in turn requires more, uh, a more consistent intake of the product and yeah. more awareness of the changes that I was going through, mm. and all these are quantifiable and uh, it's you know it's not it's not just that I believe in it. For yeah. example, I just believe someone who, that is that is why um, the product, for example, has to be science based. You are yeah. able to go in and read research. And read peer reviews of scientists and chemists and doctors who, who work on 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 um, understanding the product better, understanding mm-hmm. how it affects us better. So that was one side of it. And once I realized that I was getting my health back, I, you know, I realized that, um, all all what I was going through in the industry, in the F and B industry, I was, I didn't, I realized that you know, there's, there's so much being expended, your time, your effort, your, um, you know. You, even you even sacrifice your sort of your your lifestyle mm. if you want to live something better, because it really does take up most of your life being yeah. in, in such an industry and in, in most industries to be fair. Um, so and also I wasn't making making the money that I thought I would need to, and so um, I was I was then introduced to the business side of the company in terms of how uh, associates can make an income from it and and once again I was skeptic you know like. Um, because from what I was explained to when I was introduced to it was um, you know like I wouldn't I wouldn't require uh, in terms of education anything higher really I wouldn't have to put that much of an investment but I had to understand you know was there you know being conscious of the fact that it could be a Ponzi scheme for example mm-hmm. I had to study the this my company in in greater detail to make sure that they weren't uh, adhering to those way of those um, sort of their own self-imposed rules of yeah, doing yeah. business and of course um, <clears throat> um, uh, get, getting a licensing and, and allowance from the Malaysian government to do these sort of businesses uh, that, that also carries a lot of weight so um, I had all these things had to come into play when I made that decision it wasn't uh, it was certainly not a spur of the moment thing and uh, yeah I came to the conclusion that any company that is proper, that is right, that does things ethically, uh, such as the one I'm a part of, and and one that is not a Ponzi scheme, will have all their business in order. All mm-hmm. their wh- whatever things they do is you know over the table, and so and it's made clear to you. It's not like okay, you earn this kind this kind of money if you do this. No, you have to be clear about what an MLM does. You know, you you still have to put in the effort. You yeah. still there's still definitely you have to put in amount of capital of investment. Time is investment. Mm-hmm. to that end as yeah. well so it's not like uh, like like a lot of Ponzi schemes that will say okay like you, this is the big amounts of money they'll show you all the people who have have you know sort of made it and are successful and mm-hmm. they and they parade their fancy cars and stuff like that I think that perhaps in in even in some proper MLMs, MLMs they do that 
but the focus should be you know don't you don't don't limit yourself to um just to what you don't understand okay yeah. try and understand something what uh, you know like what 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 you're trying to be a part of and understand that at the end of the day you still have to put in effort you still have to do your business ethically you still have to be an, an ethical associate mm. yeah and uh, that that's that to be fair that's uh, that is to put it simply what i i focused on and mm-hmm. up to this day is uh, how i do my business as an associate of an of an mlm company right so i mean there was definitely a transition period from your job to oh, yeah. uh you becoming an agent now yeah. um so what was it like for you like when you transitioned that was it a, did you find it a bigger challenge and um, you know the people around you how did they react to it because i'm sure like you studied and all these things and then you yeah. know people probably be like eh hey, you studied to be something but then you're doing this <laughs> and things like that and i'm sure a lot of people i feel like from my opinion a lot of people don't look at this as a career per se agreed agreed i i completely agree with that because um on on one hand you and this is i would say probably the, the larger hand of of people who um probably look down on 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 the industry of of network marketing of of mlm companies like i i certainly have gotten a lot of you know backlash backlash you know um uh, loss of sort of faith you know like like it's as you said you know you study to do something and then you're going off and doing something else but but i look look at it this way right like if there is an opportunity something that is um an industry that is infallible in the sense that It's not that they're all they're trying to do is make money of you. Because that's like the first perception that people have. The mm-hmm. first negative perception that is, if you have a, if you are an MLM agent or you you just become one, you're trying to sell product and all that. All they want or all that I want is your money, mm-hmm. which is which is I think um, a little unfair. And 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 most of that fear comes from not understanding yeah. what it is that 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 you're that you're talking about, and um, and then. I, then it's also on to me to mm. educate these people so i have to i have to become i have to say um you know what um i laid out for you the facts what it is that we do how it is that we earn money but i'm not going to i'm not going to st- sit here and say um no M- no mlm agent is like that because in in any industry there are people who uh, take advantage of systems and and the company itself or finances in their company to to their own ends and it 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 comes down to the question really of of ethics how do i want to do my business my mm. intention at the end of the of the day is to educate people as to you know like uh, what uh, what my company does what the products do and uh, it's not to convince you to buy a product for yeah. example you know um and to me to me that is that should be the focus of of any um um self respecting uh, mlm agent is to to be that sort of Uh, eye opener for 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 you know your your peers your friends your family your colleagues you have to tell them like you have to you have to impress upon them that this is this is an opportunity just like just like any other you still have to put in the effort it's not like i mean it's certainly not the same as putting in the effort to study a degree and then doing the career for which that degree was was studied for but um there's opportunity in it nonetheless and mm-hmm. and the importance of it is i think uh primarily even if you're not taking uh an um uh, be- becoming an associate or a network marketer as your primary um your, your primary focus in terms of a career 
That's fine because at the end of the day, um, what another thing that we're trying to create in people is the understanding of the need for secondary or tertiary forms of income. Yeah. And, and network marketing is a great way of doing that. You know, in this day and age, uh, if you are solely dependent on, on, the, on the income from, from your career or your vocation, then I feel like you are, you are sincerely limiting yourself because um, we, there is so much more in terms of lifestyle, in terms of, 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 of expenses, in terms of responsibilities that we have to take care of. And having a second, third, fourth form of income is more than, is always helpful. Yeah, and, definitely. Um, you know, and uh, even if you are, for example, uh, you're, you're starting a, a you want to start a family or you want to get married there, there's so many things for for future in for future in in preparation for the future that you have to think about and all these things require money and if in order to do that what you have to do is to educate people about a certain type of product and you know or or certain scientific breakthroughs in terms of that product or company then i think that is not really that much to ask because you, you simply have to, to be educated. You have to take the time to educate yourself. And the second second part of that is to take the time to share the message, to educate people and to to sort of dispel that perception, that negative perception that people have. Because um, I think it is, it, it, it's a, certainly, um, it can be derivative and taken in, and, and, and having that perception prolonged sort of, uh, doesn't allow people to to really accept something for what it is especially if it is it's a really good opportunity for gaining um, in terms of my company anyway um, a, a good good health product and as well as uh, as an extra income okay now um, now people who you go to and talk to I'm sure you've heard um, a lot of times people say that money is uh, the upfront money is like too much or too mm-hmm. expensive mm-hmm. do you think that is the real cause of people not joining or is there an underlying issue that the uh, not understanding what the company is about yeah. is the real reason yes i i think i think uh, more often than not really money money no no certainly there are cases where money is certainly the issue you know where um you know, people really cannot finance a certain type of product but in in many cases that i've I've come across it's not that people don't have the money it's just that they're not convinced enough to put in that money mm. and people need convincing you know and for for some people uh, the layman being convinced is not that difficult you know like perhaps they they just see uh, if I put in this amount of money how much money can I earn back mm. or on the other hand of the spectrum you could have someone who's like okay I want to know if this product is good mm. or, or this service is good and then I'll, I'll put in the investment and uh, you know maybe uh, do the business or learn learn more about that so it, it all comes down to the same thing you know like how educated are you or what what are your intentions really for getting into these sort of these sort of businesses I see and so um, being in this line who would you think who would you encourage to actually join so the good thing about network marketing is that that you really don't need uh, any specific uh, skills or or you know like degrees or anything for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it really is down to just um, edu- educating yourself and putting in the time for to to spread the word of, of a certain product or service, or also um, you know like spreading the word of a business opportunity for example, and then mm-hmm. 
and I turned that to recruitment. Um, and of course, um, people of, of any ages, of course, over the age of 18, uh, who um, either they, whether they don't have a job or they've just been laid off, especially with the current circumstances with mm-hmm. COVID-19, uh, fresh grads, you know, or people who are who have a stable source of, of income, perhaps from a, from from a career or vocation, and who want to supplement that with with another form of income, because mm-hmm. of course, um, as we all know, like there's always going to be more more expenses. You know, yeah. like we yeah. uh, as as we go on through life, the older we get, there's always going to be more expenses, especially if you know maybe you you're eyeing investing in property for your own use or you want to start a family or you want to start your own company all these things require investment yeah and uh, and and you you have to understand that simply relying on your primary source of income um is is really not not going to cut it uh, in these days and yeah so um i just just uh, i would say that group of people and that is a really, really massive group of people, to be fair. Yeah. It, it could encompass almost all of us, you know. Yeah. So um, back to you saying that, you know, not much of like a paper qualification is needed. Mm-hmm. But now say if somebody were to join and they don't have that, the um, speaking capabilities, mm-hmm. you know, they are nervous or they are not really that out there kind of people. Yeah. How then does, um, would joining being a part of this help them would there be support given would there be um, things to help them overcome their fear and talk to people yeah uh, yeah absolutely because um, um, another thing about myself is that I'm I'm certainly more introverted than I am extroverted and um, you know I, t- I tend to keep to myself a lot I don't I, generally speaking I don't talk that much unless I feel it's necessary for me to speak um, and in in the early days, it was certainly not easy for me to just go up to someone, you know, whether it's your friend or a stranger for that matter, and talk about, um, you know, like what business you're doing or what the product stands for, what the company stands for. And you you have to understand where your shortcomings lie. If you mm-hmm. say that that is, okay, that is my shortcoming, but what is required of me to spread the message, you know, can I, do I really have to have face-to-face meetings? So maybe I could work around that and use social media for example mm-hmm. so there, there there are so many workarounds to you know sort of achieving that target of of spreading the message of educating people of getting more recruits um, it's just a matter of how you play to your strengths or even or even then right if you want to learn how to be better at uh, speaking directly to someone and and speaking with conviction and and to be educated enough to know what you're speaking about and to mm-hmm. convey the message to <clears throat> someone who has no idea or someone who's skeptical. Um, all these things can be learned. Yeah. And if you if you want to do, and if you want to learn um, these sort of skills, uh, <clears throat> my company, for example, we do have <clears throat> free trainings mm-hmm. and um, other companies do as well. Uh, but, but, but also, you have to understand that uh, if you have these difficulties, like I said before, you have to face them. Yeah. You have to say, okay, um, you know, maybe if this isn't what I thought uh, I, w- I would be doing at this point. This doesn't fit with my personality or, or, or so on and so forth. You have to understand that you have to change the perception of yourself. You cannot put yourself in a box anymore. Mm. You can say, you, you, it's, it's very easy to just say, this is what I am, and then you draw the line there. Yeah. Or you can say, um, 
uh, this may be what I am, but there's no, there's no problem with learning something more mm. to to suit the situation, to be more prepared, to uh, you know, because it's necessary for doing the business, for example, or to to educate people. You have to have, um, you have to have that conviction. You have to have that knowledge mm. with which to uh, to uh, to uh, to convey to people. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's not just joining an MLM. It's not just you making some extra money on the side. You actually pick up new skills. Absolutely. Learn, um, get out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I would say that because yeah, uh, like I said, there, there is training for all these things. You know, yeah. not just as I mentioned earlier. If you're not keen on just having straight face to face meetings, you could do it through social social media, which mm. which uh, plenty of of network marketers do. Or you could set up personal meetings, people you meet on the street, or or even people you do meet through Facebook, Facebook, but you prefer to have face-to-face conversations with them, mm-hmm. and you set a meeting and then go from there. It, it all depends on, you know, what how how you want to to do your business, how you want to portray yourself as an associate, as a network network marketer, and what plays to your strengths. Mm. So speaking of you know um, talking to friends and things like that, I think a lot of us. Um, have actually experienced rather um, not bad encounter but rather uncomfortable encounter you know uh, my, I myself had one a few years ago where a friend from school randomly calls me up and says let's go for dinner and catch up and uh, we get into a car and then she drives me off somewhere and then you know su- surprise it's <laughs> at this MLM yeah. you know a meeting and um, and there and they're really trying to get you to join I still remember I just got a new phone at that time, I think I was 19, I had the Samsung Galaxy S, right. <laughs> really small ones, and uh, what happened was, the, uh, one of her upline comes to me and she's like, why don't you sell your phone, this is phone shop downstairs, you sell your phone, invest in this, right. and then you will make double the money and buy a better phone, Right. you know, right, and right. things like that. So it, it also, again, I think things like this that has happened definitely, uh, Effects how people look at it. So how do you then approach your friends and families? Um, but still be able to approach it from a business side, but mm-hmm. still have that relationship, right? So um, Like it's like you said you you've had that, that experience with, with a friend uh, So have I right? I mean even even before being uh, joining as a net- network marketer and um, You know sort of being in the inside and knowing how people some people choose to operate mm-hmm. and um, yeah it, as you mentioned, some people will come up to you and said, "Why don't you like sell this, and then you you can earn this money back in, in mm. you know however long?" But uh, more often than not, those sort of implementations of technique are are, are in the the money grab, the fast money sort yeah. of game, right? And yeah, I've had I have I've had a very similar experience where you know you meet up with someone and uh, maybe even after a long time. And in my case, I hadn't seen her for a long time, and as soon as we met up. We just like um, pretty much empty talk for like five minutes, and then she, she sort of jumps straight into it, and uh, yeah, that you know that made me think like that immediately that just straight away immediately put me off, and mm. um, you know, it's not that I wasn't interested in the product or or you know the way or, or what she was saying because at that moment I didn't care about anything else because I understood that her. Her intention was simply to recruit me and whether she earned money from me or from the company was immaterial because th- th- her, her intention was very clear yeah and uh, and uh, the, 
whether the product or, or service was good at the time, I didn't care because I didn't even want to do any research after that because, um, you know, it, it, it didn't leave a, a good impression on me on yeah. her as an associate. Yeah. So for me, on my end, I would say that if you're, my, my approach to, uh, to friends, family or even strangers is to first and foremost try and understand uh, what is their situation, yeah. which is to say, um, you know, are you, are you having health cons- uh, concerns or, you know, do you, um, just your general well-being, has it taken a hit? Uh, mm-hmm. or have you been dealing with something for a number of years? Is it a very serious disease? You have to understand that the person you're talking to is a human being. Yeah. That's the only way that you can do, uh, run your business ethically is to understand that you're talking to a fellow human being and you're there in order to assist them mm, yeah. okay if you can provide them uh with a, with a good product uh, something that will really help them uh, for their personal well-being their health and uh, their longevity that's great if you can can help them in that in that sense and on the other hand if, if there's a business opportunity as you mentioned earlier during this current time there's a lot of people who who would require this sort of op- op- opportunity yeah. it just needs to sh- to to be presented to them, mm. um, it, it it also depends on the way you present it. You can't you can't um, go to someone who is like sort of down and out in this time and say, look, this is your only option. You know, you yeah, you have to give up whatever savings you have and put it all into this. Like you you can't that that's not the way to go about it. Yeah. And and that person wouldn't need to invest that much to begin with. Mm. So you have to you have to understand where the person is coming from, and yeah. then only then can you attempt to help them. And that is the core word there, right? To to help someone. Yeah. My intention is not to make money off you; it's to help you. Mm-hmm. And in if you were to say take the product or and take the product, and if you're taking it for a while, you find it's good, and you want to share, you can earn money from the company. Like there, are, there are various facets that you as a as a recruit can be helped, mm-hmm. and how you can do your business, how you can then uh, profit from the company. Yeah. Uh, if if my focus was simply to make money off of you then um that is that is no longer um running your business or my yeah. business in that in this sense uh, ethically mm. and so so i believe that any person who is considering uh, doing network marketing or being an mlm agent to to pay attention to these to these things first and foremost mm. what the company stands for and, and and so on the products whether it's science-based license and all that but also if you are choosing to join as an associate or as an agent to really hone in and focus on on what it is you're trying to do, yeah. the best way to go about it to 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 really grow as a person, as a businessman um, and or, or woman, uh, is to is to do things ethically. Mm. You may not see you know like as many companies promise you large sums of money, large um, amounts of money if you invest this amount and you know, you recruit this number of people, you yeah. know, all of which connections you could very easily lose if your focus is simply on making money, mm. you know. But if you if you run things, if you do things ethically with, 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 with a sense of humanity and humility, then I think that um, your longevity in, in the business, your ability to continue to, 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 to do it and to help people and to provide opportunity is there for, for years to come. And, and I think that um, any decent human being um, would be able to understand the difference between those who just want to to make use of them and those who are truly providing a, an opportunity and also therefore then um, 
you're taking advantage of that opportunity and and, and in doing so hopefully propagate uh, the positivity that is available in this industry Mm -hmm. uh, to others yeah I think that's great it shows a very different aspect I think a lot of us have been used to uh, seeing uh, how an MLM agent works and I think it's definitely very encouraging to see that there are still people who are very ethical about yeah. how they're, de- they're dealing with not just the product but with the customers or clients. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. So now being in this industry, I'm sure rejection <laughs> comes yeah. part and parcel. Absolutely. So yeah. how do you um, handle that? How do you are ab- how are you able to still stay motivated even though you know people? I'm sure there are times where everybody's just like, no, mm-hmm. don't do it. So how does that? Yeah, so so motivation, uh, something I've realized um, in perhaps a little too late in recent years, is that you know uh, motivation comes comes from within. Mm-hmm. It comes from, as I said before, a, conf- a certain amount of confidence. Uh, in my case, or in, our, in what what we're talking about is an MLM business, a product, and a company, and uh, and a compensation plan is to to. Constant, constantly educate myself to know as much that, that is needed to know about what I'm trying to provide in terms of a service to people or in terms mm. of a product and um, and yeah but in, in terms of objections people will always have objections there's yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to name one there's you could probably name thousands you know it's it's all about if you if you get reje- rejected at one point, you have to understand where that rejection is coming from. Mm-hmm. Perhaps this person has uh, has rejected uh, rejected me because he's had a bad experience in MLM before. Mm-hmm. You know, he was swindled. He paid a huge amount of money, and he probably lost most of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where that's where that rejection comes from. Perhaps um, on the on the product side of things, um, someone has had a serious condition for for many many years. They've tried so many different kinds of products and and uh, and and of course drugs from from doctors uh, to that end and they haven't had seen any any improvement you know then they would say like um, um, you know what what can you say your product can do you know it sounds like some some miracle drug or that's or, or something along those lines and uh, I've tried all, all the things already I don't need to do it yeah. so you, so you have to understand that they're not just throwing words out because there has to be a reason has to be a reason for it and then once you come to that to that understanding you're able to carry on the conversation mm-hmm. some people are certainly when when they when they when they put up a wall after they reject you they put up the wall and you, yeah. you don't just break it down like that right. it it takes a continuous conversation and it comes back to the to the question of 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 ethics of of empathy for your fellow man right where you you don't just say oh he, he rejected me he's beyond saving and he, mm-hmm. he you know he he can't be helped he doesn't want to be helped you just you have to understand that you know he might have had a bad experience and you continue the conversation and later on um, perhaps he'll understand better you know what uh, service I'm providing what product I'm providing that could help and um, yeah so you I've learned not to take it to heart rejection mm-hmm. because. Yeah. It is, as you say, it can be very difficult. It can be very demoralizing, uh, mo- mo- um, most of the time. Um, but yeah, just keep in keep in mind that uh, that it's not it's not about me. Mm. It, the person you are talking to has has have has had their own experiences, and it's my responsibility to 
dispel their fears to mm-hmm. allow them to understand better where I'm coming from as well and to hopefully uh, create in create in them an understanding of of uh, how th- that person can be helped yeah. yeah so it's not just um you yourself need to have the conviction in what you're selling oh yeah in the product that you take yeah uh, in um you know just the last question before we end mm-hmm. is aside from the product uh, helping you mm-hmm. how has mlm benefited you as a person well uh to to be honest right um apart from the the great changes i've seen in my own in my own health my own well-being that of my family and friends is to is when i go out you know for like road shows and things like that and we have um customers from other states other countries um who who come and visit and who come and speak and talk about their experiences or even when even when we have our medical symposiums for example when um the the, the board of scientists uh and researchers come and explain everything it 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 creates in me um a greater uh sort of reverence for um you know what i don't understand how the human body works for example because uh, uh my company is uh self help help products right mm-hmm. so it it expands my knowledge yeah. that is one and second of all i think it it really does like expand my horizons because i've done a lot of traveling since i i've been in this company i've met so many different kinds of people people who who you know who have lost all hope in terms of health or 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 gaining a, a modicum of wealth back um and even people who have been taking the product you know people who've seen really really good um improvements in in their lives and well-being as well as those who've uh, taken it on as a business as becoming an MLM agent themselves and associate themselves and doing it as a business and you know um it 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 really does um warm my heart when i see that uh, people can work together people can grow people can um you know just l- look beyond uh, what what probably derives us basically as as human beings and want to just help another person and you know you just draw the line there it's not about uh, you don't try to play politics you don't try to focus on things that don't matter it's just um is is your well-being uh, where it should be are you um, when it comes to your wealth when it comes to your finances are you where you should be mm. focus on that yeah. and we all help each other and to me that to me that's um, in its most basic form uh, really quite uh, quite heartwarming Anyway, thank you so much for your time. I think this has definitely changed. It has definitely changed my perspective. I'm sure it will change a lot of the listeners as well. Thanks for uh, having me, George. Anyways, thank you for your time. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach us on our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at the Everyday Malaysian Show.